you can definitely see that the leader is out front while the manager is in the back kind of telling everyone else what to do. Welcome to the Impact of Leadership podcast brought to you by CCB Technology. I'm your host, Steve Shear, and this is the podcast where I interview influential leaders who are achieving success, are passionate about what they do, and share wisdom that they've learned throughout their career. Join me as I dig into their stories and work toward figuring this leadership thing out on purpose. I am so very glad that you're here with me on the first episode. Episode one is finally here. And I couldn't think of a better person to kick this thing off with than Patrick Booth, president and CEO of CCB Technology. So without further ado, let's get into it. Here is my conversation with Patrick. All right, Patrick, so I'm going to jump right into the question that I've been asked. and I know you've been asked several times as well. What is this podcast all about? Great question. Um, we all know as leaders, every day we're getting things taken out of our cup. Either we're giving it or people are taking it. What do you do in order to get back into the, the high level that you need to be in order to lead a company or a division or just people? And I find the best way to do that is to refill your cup by either talking with friends, listening to podcasts like this, reading a book, watching a movie. These are the things I do. So that's what this is all about, helping leaders get ready to continue to do their job every day. What's your reason so why you want to do the podcast? You've mentioned some things already, but I think a leader has to be filled with integrity. And the podcast is hopefully going to be a reflection of that, of those values that CCB already has, but then also... I'm hoping to get some free advice out of it. When you approached me about taking on this role as VP of sales, it was the first time since being at CCB where I paused and thought, I don't know. I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if it's the title or the amount of responsibility, the eyeballs looking back at me for direction or combination of all of it. Uh, But I started engulfing podcasts, Audiobooks discovered that I was uh, that I had a bend towards learning via audio, and it became something that was in my mind. I don't know. We started having a conversation in one of our meetings. Why don't we have a podcast? And I'm interviewing people from different industries. I get to sit down with people that have more experience than me, that have gotten mud on their face, so to speak, and maybe can give me some advice and then pass that along to people that are listening as well. I'm going to jump in there. You know, one of the things that I've always heard is you should always have a mentor in your life. That's right. And you always should be mentoring somebody else because we do all have stages of life that we've gone through. We all face very similar challenges every day as a leader. So we might be in different industries. We definitely are in different industries. I'm sure of it. And we all have different size organizations. It doesn't matter what that is. We all are leaders and we all can learn from this together. So yes, we all on the same boat, but we definitely have different stages of what we've seen. Um, I'm able to help tell you, Steve, what I've seen as a VP of sales because I've been there a couple times. But now um, I get to learn from my dad of what it meant to be a CEO president Mm -hmm. and, uh, and so forth. Spread that knowledge. I think that is what this is about. And I hope the podcast, as you said, get some free advice out there because the best way to learn, I think, is by watching somebody else and then see what you can do to make it your own. Because this isn't about being somebody. It's about being you. 
backing up just a little bit because I don't want to assume that everybody that is listening knows uh, who we are. Hopefully there are some folks that are listening in that uh, aren't related to us <laughs> and uh, that are new to CCB technology and to us individually. So if you wouldn't mind, tell a little bit about the history of who we are and what we do over here. Yeah, I'd love to do that. So just like most people out there, we all have a story and, and how the company was started. The CCB story is that my dad started, my mom and my dad started CCB about 27 years ago in the basement of our house. Again, uh, it was a vision. My dad had this uh, passion, which I think is super important for when you're you're leading. You have to know where you want to go. And he wanted to create a charity program um, helping nonprofits save money on technology. So he did that. And now over 27 years, we've expanded to many, many different product lines. And we have. Uh, I was able to come on myself 17 years ago. And uh, through that, he and I and my mom, we all work together. And of course, we have built a team to help do new things at CCB like uh, CCB services. And that can be anything from project services to consultation to full-on managed services, uh, along with all the things we normally do with software and hardware and uh, all the IT solutions. But basically, CCB is this company now uh, that has developed and proud to say that we serve over 40,000 customers across the nation. Bottom line, though, is we love serving our clients. A lot of businesses, you know, like I, I hear this all the time, you know, the recession hits and, and took them out of business. And yeah, we took a hit too, but we, we've come back. And I think the number one thing that has kept us focused is helping people uh, grow their business. And that's what we get to do. We're a partner out there helping businesses grow by advancing their technology so they can actually be more effective in their jobs and making them be passionate about what they do, but taking the IT complexity away. So that's CCB in a nutshell. That's good. So 17 years of being here at CCB, there's a 10-year gap in there and then all the way back to when it first started. So take us back there. What was it like when your dad came home and said, hey, I, I got this idea? Yeah, I, I think the first thing that, that really stands out. So I was in middle school at the time and I'm a big story guy. So if, if I'm on the podcast, you're just going to hear story after story with me. Bring it. All right, so I was at the middle school table, or I mean, I was middle school at the, the dinner table, and I remember my mom and my dad calling this meeting, and we all sit down, and my dad announces he resigned from his company, um, from his position. And he, he had worked his way up, and he was like a number two in charge. But we had known this company for about eight or 10 years. So for us, it was complete shock to hear, you're not there anymore. And then when he said, when we said, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm starting a business. My sister started crying uh, because she was about to go to college, and I think she just thought that wasn't going to happen. My mom looked stressed, and I didn't really know what was happening because I'm middle school, and I'm just like, okay. And he looks at me and goes, do you want a job? I'm like, yeah, I'll take a job. So I was like, I gave him a high five. And, you know, and, and this happened now for the next four years where I'm at the dinner table, and I'm learning every day every night what it means to run a business, a small business. I mean, I heard about the financial situations. I heard about the HR situations. I heard about who he's hiring, who, you know, what their needs are for the customers. How are we going to solve this solution? And so the my education of how to run a business really was at the dinner table every single night. And then I went to college and uh, tried to do something a little bit different after graduation, lived in Los Angeles for four years, worked for Black & Decker, uh, a corporation and I thought you know what I realized the corporation life wasn't for me so then I came back to small business and I thought CCB was a temporary thing I actually my dad said he just needed some help 
And then uh, 17 years later, here I am as uh, the leader of the organization. And I'm very proud to say that I've been here for 17 years. But yeah, it, it's been a journey. So looking back, um, what are some of the characteristics that you saw in your dad and that you saw develop in yourself as the business was started and then as it was growing? Yeah. Number one thing that I think I have to say from the very beginning, my dad's a fighter. I think as a leader, you have to be passionate about what you're doing because there's going to be maybe one good day and a bunch of hard days. Sure. And without that passion, it's so easy to give up. I think the statistic at one time was 80% of businesses fail in their first year. That isn't because somebody doesn't necessarily have passion. It's a lot of work. There's a lot of things that go into making a business successful. But I got to say the passion along with, you know, the right decision making, having the right people you hire, everything has to line up for a business to continue. So as a leader, I've seen you have to be able to fight. You have to be able to have confidence in your decisions. Um, Again, my dad was told this business would never work. He was told, don't do it. It's a terrible idea. It will never work. And my dad will to this day say the only person that believed in him was uh, my mom. And, and I'm so grateful that now here we are, about 50 employees, you know, been around 27 years, doing pretty good, um, have helped a lot of customers. And it feels good to know that that idea of his really mattered. Um, but it really matters for how you keep going every day because there's going to be a lot of things that come and you can't let your head get too big. So that's why you got to stay humble. Mm-hmm. You can't freak out when something goes sideways on you. You got to stay calm. You got to be able to keep people calm um, because everyone needs a leader that can do that. And then, you know, being patient, you got to understand that sometimes you have these goals and the goals don't happen exactly when you're going to want them to. But that doesn't mean you should give up on those goals. You just got to continue to be patient and work hard and, you know, it will get there. It just not might be in the time frame you wanted. And I've had to learn that myself. That's good. So any stories in particular that tie back to your childhood? I don't want to get you in trouble, but... Yeah, I, I got a couple stories. As I said, I, I'm not shy on those. Um, so one in particular that stands out is when I was a member, I was probably in elementary school, about third, fourth grade. We did a family vacation up in Door County, Wisconsin, and checking out the scene, it was a, a little creek that ran by the, the place that we were staying at, and there was a vine there. And I kept thinking, this is my moment to be Tarzan. This is it. This is where I'm going to swing That's over right. this thing. In my mind, it could have been the Colorado River, but instead it was this little creek. Well, I turned to my dad. I'm pulling on it. And I said, Dad, do you think I can make it? And he goes, I don't know. Should I do it? And his words of advice to me was, that's up to you. My sister, who's four years older, definitely uh, a little bit more better decision making, looks at me and goes, I wouldn't do it. When my dad said, it's up to you and kind of looked at me with a smile, I realized there's only one way to find out. So I swung on that vine, and in my mind, it was going to be glorious, and I was going to land on the other side, and everyone was going to cheer for me. What happened was, in the middle of swinging, it completely broke, and I fell in the middle of the creek, which wasn't deep. It was full of mud, and I was covered. My sister's laughing. My dad's smiling big, because I think he's proud of me that I at least tried, and I guess in that moment, I realized, yeah, I got mud on my face. I'm covered. But I'm actually really excited that at least now I know I tried. So that has been something that has stuck with me for a really, really long time. Um, and, and I think that's what it's about. It's sometimes you're going to have to swing and you're not sure what's going to happen. But I think in the end, at least you know. And this podcast, you know, we're not sure what's going to happen. But I truly believe that there's leaders out there like me, like you, Steve, 
that need something to give them that little umph that that to make them want to get back in there every day and continue to lead others. I hope this is a iron sharpens iron podcast for people. And if you don't know what that means, what I'm saying is how do you stay sharp? Well, that you're the sword out there and we want to help make you sharper. That's what it's all about. So with that, what you can expect to hear on the podcast from a topic overview standpoint, I'm going to hit you with a couple of them. Some details around turning your passion into a business, what goes into fortifying a business plan, the process of going from intern to COO, what does that actually even look like? What are some of the key characteristics of a leader expanding upon some of the things that that we met or that we talked about here? How to lead when you are absent. So all you leaders out there that do have teams that report to you, how in the world do you lead effectively when you need to go on vacation? Because you should go on vacation sometimes. What are the principles of a healthy culture in a company? How do you prioritize? How in the world do you prioritize when everybody wants some of your time? Things like that are going to be topics that we go over on this podcast because everybody is figuring this leadership thing out. But I think we need to figure the leadership thing out on purpose. My pastor said a phrase, and it was a different context, but I think it applies. Nobody drifts into excellence. Unless you're in a Disney movie, you don't float down some river and end up in the lagoon where everything's great. And in the leadership thing, it is hard. And if you believe the bumper stickers and everything's good, it's not leadership because it's bumpy. Sometimes your eye starts to twitch from the stress of it, but it's worth it. All right, so there was a lot there, but I hope you grabbed at least two things. We're all learning what this leadership thing looks like, no matter what stage we're in. And from our perspective, we're all in this thing together. Thank you, Patrick, for the interview and also for believing in the heart of this project. I've also got to give a quick shout out to the CCB marketing team who has created the landing page on our website, the logo, and dedicated hours and hours to brainstorming over this thing. Okay, two last things as we close out here. First of all, our annual tech showcase is happening once again in Milwaukee, and it is bigger and better than ever. We have secured the man, leadership guru, Chris Hogan. I am so excited for you all to hear him speak. Please do me a favor. If you're not familiar with him, do a Google search, Chris Hogan Leadership. Click on the video titled, What Makes a Leader? It'll give you a taste or a sample of what you'd experience at our showcase. For more information or to register, you can go to ccbtechnology.com slash tech showcase. Or you can shoot an email over to impactpodcast at ccbtechnology.com and somebody from our team will make sure to respond. Next time, I'll be sitting down with some folks who started a business in a dying industry twice and they are thriving. How in the world is that possible? Subscribe to the podcast and the next episode will automatically show up in your phone like magic. All right, that's going to do it for episode one. On behalf of everyone here at CCB, thanks for listening.